Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode with us, Annette and Susanne. The creators of the universe that is Radical Broccoli. <laughs> I really tried to make it something different for the intro today. Well um, done. Thank you. So today we're having a Q&A. And we asked you guys to ask us questions on Instagram. And we've gotten lots of really interesting questions. And we'll pick out some of them. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. It's like kind of nice to not... I mean, I've seen the questions, but I haven't prepared all the answers. So yeah. it's also fun to like answer questions. It's super fun. Um, I so love yeah. Q&As. Me too. And I love listening to other people's Q&As because you get into so many different topics. Yeah, for sure. You get to know people really well. Yeah. So, but if you are new, if this is the very first episode, this is Suzanne here with this voice. And Annette. Here. But maybe we have similar voices. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Hope you can tell the difference anyway. <laughs> Welcome so much to our podcast. We talk about self-development, um, spirituality, wellness, having a business, sustainability, having a business, being us in the world. Yeah. It's really like a platform where we share everything we learn and where we can dive really deeper into topics that we really find super interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah. It's a yeah, it's basically something we created because we feel like we learned so many valuable things that we want to share. Yeah, for sure. And that was always reflected back in the feedback we got from you guys. Mm. And thank you so much again every single week after every single episode we get so many beautiful messages yeah and especially after last week's solo episode i just want to say a special thank you to everyone who reached out and shared your family stories to me one day at breakfast i was sitting and reading the messages and i just started to cry <laughs> really it was so overwhelming how something that i felt and expressed and shared was of such value to someone oh it's so moving to me yeah it's, it makes everything that I do worth doing because, wow, this is why we do it. Mm. And I think what's so nice is that's the case for all of us when we just realize that like the hard things and the difficult moments that we have, like we're not meant to go through them for nothing. Like they really have a big lesson for you and for us and something that we can share and help other people with. Yeah. And we never get more. And then we can deal with. And so it's just like when we start to realize that, we can even start to realize that in the middle of when things feel difficult. And that can be immensely helpful. So helpful. Mm. So if you haven't heard that episode, it, it is basically about a lot of life's toughest challenges and how we can learn to deal with them and see them in a different light. So go check it out if you haven't yet. And welcome to today's Q&A. <laughs> okay, question number uno. How do you set boundaries for yourself 
um, for those that you love the most. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting and extremely important question. And one of the things that we have had to learn the past years. Yeah. And as you point out, those you love the most are the hardest to set your boundaries to. Because... Usually those we love the most are close friends and family and they're probably the ones that we've had long relationships with and maybe never had any boundaries with. Mm. So once we try to learn and set those boundaries, it can feel a little bit turbulent. Yeah. Like yeah, a... for example, you and I, we, I don't think we had, did we have boundaries? I don't remember how it was before. No, I'm still struggling setting boundaries with you, to be honest. Yeah, there you go. So, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I challenge myself. I I learn to check in with myself before I think what you want me to do. Or you want how I can please you. Mm. I have to please myself first. That's so interesting being the one on the other side. Because I'm like, I don't want you to do anything. Yeah, exactly. It's not anything that you do for anyone else. The only thing you do is deplete yourself mm. and get annoyed at another person at the same time. Yeah, so you're actually doing, like, it's a disfavor now that I'm on the other side. It's actually a good example because for me it's a disfavor because, let's say Suzanne does something she thinks I want and then ends up resenting me. Yeah. And I'll, I... I first of all will have no clue what on earth she's doing for me and all of a sudden she's resenting me and I have no clue why yeah so you get stuck in this like people pleasing loop where actually nobody benefits yeah nobody benefits but if Suzanne had like clear communication and just be like hey I don't feel like doing this today or whatever it is then you know I don't take it personal it's like okay and then it's just freeze up so much she doesn't have to do something she doesn't want to do and um, I don't have to have a person being resentful <laughs> for yeah. something. I have no idea why. Yeah, and this is a very common pattern, for example, in families. A lot of the women in our membership who are also mothers and they're working and they have a husband and they stretch and stretch and stretch and they feel like they're doing so much for everyone in the family and they forget themselves. Mm. And this is typical lack of boundaries because you end up being so annoyed at your kids your husband, the house, the everything, the this and the that. Mm. But the thing you're annoyed of is that you haven't set any boundaries. Yeah. You haven't has asked for any help mm. and you haven't taken any time for yourself. Yeah. And we don't have kids, so we're not going to say too much about that. But <laughs> still, I know incredible mothers out there who still manage to set time for themselves, to set boundaries, to ask for help, to... Mm communicate clearly what they need yeah and what they don't need yeah <laughs> and i think it's like the same uh, as suzanne was saying like for me to for example set a boundary with her like i have had this habit of um like maybe i don't know if it's like because she's little sister or whatever but i just have wanted to make everything like really easy for her <laughs> and Always, like, make sure everything's okay and, like, yeah. rather I do things for her and, like, give her everything I have, in a way. <laughs> no, yeah, but <laughs> that's how I, how I felt and how I feel. Like, it's really, like, this own 
I don't want to say program, but it's like this own sister love. And Susanna is feeling, feels the same way towards me, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, it's like an extra part of your body you have yeah. to check in on. <laughs> yeah, and then also, I and sometimes I also end up feeling like, what the fuck, I forgot about my own life. And I have to check in with myself and be honest because it has nothing to do of course it has something to do but it is not the other person's fault it's 100% my responsibility Mm. how I choose to spend my time and if I then go and blame the other person for it like you get stuck in this vicious loop yeah and that's why it's so important to have clear boundaries and communication because you not you literally set the other person up for failure. Yeah. And it can be so destructive. Um and with parents it's the same. Like I know my mom felt like she was giving and giving and giving to us until she, like in her expression she would say like I'm about to explode. And we were <laughs> like okay, you know? <laughs> We haven't really been a part of that. Like We didn't ask for anything. And then she becomes resentful to us. And we become resentful to her for like suddenly exploding on us. Yeah. And it's the same, the same thing. Like we have to have this healthy communication. And I think with boundaries and now that we're talking about family and love. It's like there's so much love. But we also have so different love languages, like ways of understanding and receiving love. Yeah. And how would we all know if we didn't, like, communicate it? That's exactly the thing. And even now in the podcast, some of the things you say, I never knew that perspective. I never knew that side. I never knew that need. (laughs) And how are we to know if no one ever tells us? Yeah. So... She's asking, how do you set the boundaries? You set the boundaries by communicating it from your perspective. Mm. Always. Never put it on someone else. Like, every time you do that, I get so angry. You you say it to yourself, like, I have a need for a little time alone. It needs to be silent. I need to replenish myself. And I'll become such a more loving person. I would love to be respected for that. Thank you. And then you respect yourself and set the time for yourself and you will receive that respect from everyone. Yeah. That's just one example. Um, yeah. And clear communication is very easy to say. Just communicate and then it's a practice. Mm. Do it again and again and again. But it starts with honesty with yourself because often we skip the part where we um, understand how we are responsible in it. Yeah. We just go straight to blaming like, oh, that person doesn't understand my boundaries. Yeah. And it's like, uh-uh, it's never about the other person. It's no. always about you. Yeah, always. And the good thing is that it takes the power right back to you as well. Yeah. So I hope that was clear. Um. Okay. Any plans of a retreat in the future? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's been a plan for a really long time. We would love to host a wellness, well-being, self-development and just feel-good retreat. We would love to do it in either Costa Rica or Portugal. 
and we would love to invite everyone listening to our podcast and all our members in the membership. It just needs to be the right time, and I'm sure that time will come. Mm. So stay tuned. Yes, for sure. Okay, next question. Have you made any plans for how long you will stay in Costa Rica? Yeah. I For now, I'm staying until April, end of April. Um, actually setting that plan very soon, since it's coming up. Can't believe it. Yeah, it's wild. I feel like I just... No, I don't feel like I just arrived, but <laughs> still. And you? That's a very existential question um, you're asking me right here. <laughs> I um, I think I'm probably going to go back to Europe um, probably around yeah the beginning of May. Um, yeah, I have no idea how long I'm staying yet. <laughs> so it's really like I'm trying to land. It's been bothering me for quite, a, quite some time. Like I've had this very un non-clarity around where I want to live and yeah it's very hard actually to not know where you want to stay and where your home base is like I feel I feel this lack of belonging and it's really like um, deep Mm. so yeah that's a big question for me right now that is a big question and uh, I'm really trying to figure out why like why I can't decide right now. Yeah. So we'll see. And that always uncovers something within. It doesn't have anything to do with countries or... I mean, of course, countries and choosing a location is important. But first of all, finding that home and that good feeling inside. Yeah. And then letting that unfold into life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will for sure say that I am feel super like proud of myself for exploring the world like I have and going outside of my comfort zone like Costa Rica has been wild (laughs) (laughs) it was very much different than what like my expectations have been especially the past months which has been like very challenging um but I'm really really proud because I dared to go for my dream and I know that that will benefit me so much in the future and i will have so much more wisdom with me always um so yeah um next question how do you both maintain a healthy work-life balance Mm. yeah that's something we have experimented with a lot the past four years being entrepreneurs and i would say that now we have a pretty good work-life balance do we though? <laughs> I feel like we do. Okay. I feel like I have a lot of time for work, yeah. focused time, but I also have time to do my hobbies and sports and go out to dinners and ha- be social and do things that I want. Yeah. So it feels really good. And what we had to do was go to all the different sides of things. Like we started with overworking and then we really cut down and then we were kind of Underworking. <laughs> underworking and we didn't have any structure it was all just flow and then we had to decide that we need a structure so that we can have a flow within that structure so we have set a certain time frame for our work we start at nine in the morning and we end around sunset 
<laughs> and within that time, we are free to plan our days ourselves, but we also have meetings together. And it's all very organized in a calendar so that we know what's going on. And when we are off, we are off. And there's no expectation of work getting done suddenly at 9 p.m. at night or something like that. But it's also open if you really want to create or you got an idea or something to just go for it. Yeah. Um, tips on how to leave a relationship when you feel you can't because you hurt them. So that's a really interesting question. Um, I feel like it's the same with boundaries. Like you never benefit staying with someone because you're afraid <laughs> to hurt them or you're afraid to communicate. Because again, you will be resentful and you will actually end up creating more um, pain. pain by staying in something that actually isn't real. Mm. Um, I've talked about this in friendships too before where you're both kind of keeping this cycle of pain by staying in a relationship that's not in alignment for either of you so I feel like a way to look at it is that you actually set both you and the other person free um, by doing the thing that feels right and it takes a lot of courage like it's really really probably one of the like most excruciating things we go through as humans hmm. um, because we there's so much in a relationship it's like a best friend a really close person someone you trusted um, someone you really opened like your whole soul to hmm. and um, to not like it's also a reason like i'm i'm still having problems with 100 percent releasing some of my previous relationships from my life and i'm like uh, and i've been thinking a lot about it like why do they always pop back uh why can't i just 100 percent let it go and i think that you just have to give yourself some compassion as well because you've shared so much like love and sometimes we just need like we need to make the decision like we're ready to release and then we need to take time to to let it actually release completely from our from our bodies mm. um do you have anything you want to say yeah just remember the highest good for you is the highest good for that other person as well yeah wow it's, so wise yeah and um communicate it honestly and when you have that honest conversation right before you might feel nervous anxious it might feel scary or sad but when the conversation is rolling or it's over and you've communicated your honesty it's so freeing mm. and just take care of yourself because um, a lot of feelings come up and it can be tough um, but you know you will get through it and some relationships just have a specific time frame. Mm -hmm. And then you've both gotten everything you needed from the relationship and it's time to leave it. Yeah. And it's, it's like fine. a soul soul journey. Yeah. And then you'll meet someone else or you'll be by yourself for a while and, and both things are amazing. Mm. 
Um, do you want children? <laughs> and is there more YouTube videos coming? I love those two questions together. <laughs> do you want to see children on YouTube? <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah, for sure. I definitely envisioned myself having a big family. And I have previously spoken to a psychic who said that she could see two souls that have already chosen me as a mother. <laughs> so sometimes I talk to them. Do you? Yeah, and so I wish cute. them well, and I'm like, I wish them everything well. Um, so it's definitely something um, that I'm like envisioning for myself in the future. But I also want to make sure that I'm not basing my choices on what I think other people want for me. Yeah, because, or society. Yeah, or society. And like, age. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, such a big decision, I will want to take because it's 100% in alignment for me. Yeah. Because it's such a big responsibility and I want to make 100% sure that it's coming from the right place. Mm. Uh, and I think just being aware because, for example, our parents have always said, like, have kids early, it's so much better for your body. Um, and I've really had to work on um, that belief <laughs> because then I didn't know what was mine and what was their wish. Yeah. And I do believe that women's bodies are incredible and we are capable of having kids way um, later than like what we've been told. Yeah. I believe that we can freaking like we're amazing. <laughs> so even here, don't put any limits on yourself. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. Mm. I don't have anything more to say. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I definitely would love to have children one day. And I just see it as this huge experience that my soul really wants to have. And I think my body too. And just imagining that we can actually create life in our bodies. That's <laughs> so wild. And that that's why we have a womb and we have a uterus and we have all these things. Mm. Uh, it's very, very fascinating. It fascinates me a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the biggest creation of them all, basically. And I don't think we can ever understand how wild it is. No. <laughs> um, and YouTube videos, we are creating one uh, at the moment. It's just being a little bit down-prioritized for other work, honestly. But it's really fun and we love it and we would love to create more. Yeah. And thank you for always asking for YouTube. Yeah, really so appreciate sweet. it and it helps us create. Yeah. Knowing uh, that someone's waiting for our videos yeah. is really sweet. Um okay. I think we'll take three more questions. Yes. I've just realized how toxic a close family family member is towards me and my life. Any tips? Hmm. Many tips. Um, yeah, I think for me this answer is twofold. One part is about really understanding your role in this relationship. Yeah. And what parts of the relationship you are responsible for and what are you creating. And to kind of zoom out and look a little bit from soul level. Why did you choose to engage? Or why did you choose this person in your family? Why do you have this life together? 
what is this person trying to teach you? Mm. And seeing it from that place is very empowering because you can understand that beyond any thing like mean comments or triggers or anything is something that you really want to learn and to overcome. And so it puts you back in a position of strength and understanding. And you can really see your triggers differently. Mm. And you're no longer a victim. It's no longer like, oh, this happened to me and it just is happening over and over again. And I don't understand anything. Yes, you can understand it all, but you have to really investigate yourself. Mm. And that is not the same thing as saying, oh, you have to be kind and friendly to this person and keep the toxicity going. It means maybe your lesson here is to actually set a boundary and say, no, I'm no longer going to be treated this way because mm. I choose to mm. set the boundary. Yeah, and also, like, I feel so much... I mean, a person never, like, was born toxic, you know what I mean? A person isn't toxic. It's trauma. Yeah, it's trauma. I think toxic is such, like, it's a very harsh word that we put on people. It's put around everywhere, and especially a lot of social media these days. Yeah. Like, if something is annoying us, triggering us, or we find it offensive, it's toxic. Mm. <laughs> and that yeah. puts us straight into the victim mode. Mm. Yeah, and it takes kind of away our power. And it makes the other person very, very wrong. But imagine, like, a person, for example... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's very serious. But, for example, Putin. Hmm. Like, what has he gone through that made his ego the way it is that he feels like he has to destroy another country to prove his worth, in a way? Hmm. Like, I don't know that all of this, but... We all have a little destructor inside us. And we all need to send that little Putin inside us love. Yeah. And, like, we have to admit, like, how we are contributed to so much of the drama in our life. Mm. And that's freaking hard. But we all have so many parts of us that are so unloved and so hidden and so unseen. Yeah. That it's, like, um, it creates a lot of pain. Yeah, and that pain, some people choose to take that pain inside them and shoot out in the world mm. like Putin or like other people who we know have done devastating things in the world yeah other people take the challenges and the trauma and they learn and they heal it and they love themselves up till it overflows and that's what they pour out in the world yeah and that's fucking brave yeah so really try to take responsibility in this relationship and decide what you want to do um, do something that feels healthy and that comes from a worthy place within you. Yeah. And don't avoid. Mm. Yeah. And sending you lots of love. I know it's, it's crazy hard. <coughs> but if you can flip that switch over to yourself, mm. you're going to feel so powerful. Yes. Okay. I think we're going to take the last question. Yes. Uh, how to hold yourself accountable in personal development it's so easy to take the shortcut <laughs> yeah and i love this question and i was like yeah 
it's easy to take a shortcut, but the universe will always reflect it back to you. Yeah. So there is really no shortcuts in the end. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know what is a shortcut. But I understand the question like this, that one thing is to love all the self-development memes and follow all the pages and do the courses, but never really change. Yeah. And that for me is taking the shortcut. It's mm. like, I see all this knowledge, I read all the books. But you don't embody it. But you don't actually embody it and make the change. So how we do it? Well, we take action. We take every action necessary to become the best version of ourselves. Because yeah. we really want to feel good. We really want to contribute. We really want to earn as much money as we can in our business. We want to be successful. And in order to do that, we have to really look at ourselves. Mm. Even the parts that we feel like we don't like. Yeah. And it's like hard. But it's the thing is that if we want the results, like if we want the real results, then how, how can we not do the work? You yeah. know what I mean? There are no shortcuts then. I know there's so many people on the fence on what they want to do. And mm, the thing is that nobody else is going to really do it for us. And no one's going to say, now is the time. Or just take the jump. Mm. And no one might even be there when you do the action yeah. to hold your hand. Because that's what you need to do for yourself. Mm. So I would say that, you know... Go into your to your own worth again and just remember that you're worthy of having it all and you're worthy of going for it all. Mm. And um, yeah, like doing the actual work, it just, it will make you feel, it, it just transforms you. Like that's when you take quantum leaps, yeah. that when things happen, that's when you manifest. So yes. <laughs> Can you give us an example of doing the actual work? Okay, so um, I would say like we've talked about boundaries and toxic relationships uh, in this Q&A. Yeah. And let's say I have a... Um, uh, <laughs> I have to make something up now. Let's say I have an <laughs> uncle <laughs> who I think is... Um, like discriminates women yeah and the then i would say the shortcut maybe would be to just like avoid him forever or laugh along at his sexist jokes or laugh along at his yeah exactly uh, and just be like hey, yeah and then the work what i mean is like having the courage to say i don't think that joke is funny or why do you feel the need to make these jokes? Mm. Like, who hurt you? Or like, well, that's also mean to say. But <laughs> <laughs> Don't go straight there. No, I think. no. I meant like more, you know. Set your boundary. Yeah. And then, and then you can decide if this is something, someone you want in your life or not. Mm. And that's when you raise your level of worth because you're like, Whoosh, okay, this is someone um, I'm sure in the universe 
uh, how worthy I feel. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect example because those difficult conversations are conversations we all face in our lives with different types of relationships, whether that's family, friends, work, love life. And that's where our self-development practices get put into life. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. I feel like there's not a lot of people who have who actually do these things and have these conversations. Um, and that's why we're, we can often get stuck in like this little bit of a miserable place. Yeah. But it's because it's excruciating often. It's very painful because you have to feel some part, some feeling that you've been avoiding. Yeah. Uh, because there's, of course, a reason why we laugh at these jokes and just go along with it. Because the opposite would be to like feel something that we're trying to avoid. Maybe we don't want to feel the shame of being an outsider. Or the, the feeling that we... We don't understand, like, why we were born in this family. You know, there's so mm-hmm. much um, behind there. Yeah, uh, or why we have to be the one to speak up. Yeah, like, why did I choose this role? And then maybe you're sad that you chose that role. <laughs> yeah, but also another way to hold ourselves accountable is that we also work with really fantastic people. Yes, I think maybe that's the biggest one for us. Yeah, we've had amazing coaches co-creators healers that we work with frequently and it's the best investment ever yeah they really hold us accountable and our business i will say holds us accountable our business holds us accountable because it shows results accordingly (laughs) yes okay that's it thank you so much for sending in your questions i hope the answers were valuable to you yeah and there were more questions but yeah let's keep it kiss keep it simple yeah and um we would so love to see you guys in our membership as well today we had a talk about money which Mm -hmm. i really loved because it helped me to remind me of some things too that i have forgotten yeah and um I just love the way um, this beautiful community takes so much action in doing the things as well. Yeah. Um, it just like my heart feels like it's about to pop. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not pop. Don't pop right now. No. But um, and how they're taking care of each other is so beautiful. Yeah. So thank you, podcast listeners. Yes. Lots of love and talk to you in a week. Love you. Bye. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.